Blog Talk Radio. Chief 
and need to show some respect. We're going to talk about that. Also, there is a bottle of whiskey missing from the Secretary of the State Department. The former Secretary of State doesn't remember or doesn't recall. We'll discuss that. Also, after all the negative things we're going to talk about, one being that the Attorney General of New York is apparently a sexual predator, and um, we're going to listen to the Attorney General from New York directly. Also, we're going to have an inspirational situation tonight that I think the world needs to hear. And uh, just stay tuned for that. If that's not enough for you, I'm not sure if you can handle much more. As All You Need to Know Radio Broadcasting Worldwide starts right now. I am your host, Sean Hollywood, and welcome to our show. So, we find ourselves in a very precarious situation because because of unvaccinated people that, and sadly, it is a lot of the Republican Party that is playing politics. I don't know if it's playing politics. We are going straight downhill with COVID-19. And now it is killing our children. Uh, the opening of the show was our friends at MSNBC, Deadhead White House. Um, and I like how Nicole was very specific and said, wait a minute, we're not going to play politics because the, the woman from the New York Times is who opened it. And she was playing politics once again, saying, well, the Republicans are going to blame the White House. And Nicole made it very specific that this was the conspiracy of the GOP and not the White House, and that facts needed to be out there when it's about our kids. Almost Warriors, welcome to All You Need to Know Radio, our radio show. What do you think about that? Well, I think it's a very – thank you for having me. I think it's a very interesting um, point that, you know – the, the Delta variant appears to be, and I'm no scientist, but I can read the news, it appears to be significantly more likely to harm children than the um, more typical COVID-19 that we've been dealing with for the last year and a half. Um, the idea of, quote, unquote, playing politics, I mean, it's almost a non sequitur. Of course it's political. Everything's political. But um, the point that the MSNBC host made, and it's actually pretty similar to the point that I was making last week about news analysis, is that the Biden administration and the Democratic Party are not the ones who have made getting vaccinated against COVID-19 a political issue. They're pushing it because it's smart, safe, healthy, and effective. Um, and it's important for our economic growth and for all kinds of things beyond just the health and lives of the individual. But it's the Republicans, and clearly, obviously, the Republicans and their um, paymasters and propaganda artists in Fox News and in Russia who are pushing the false claims and the false narrative and the misinformation about the vaccine. 
And so it is appropriate for news organizations like MSNBC, and thank you to them, but also like the New York Times, and I wish they would do this more often, to call a spade a spade and say that this is solely a Republican and GOP problem, and it is a huge problem of politicization and um, uh, misinformation regarding the vaccine. And, you know, had there not been that politicization by the right wing and their propagandists in this country, we probably would not be having this new backsliding with all of us having to wear masks again, um, well, which and, on a, you know, on a personal me, basis I find incredibly upsetting. I'm really upset about it. Well, for me, when the kids are involved, that's our future. It's a game changer for right. me. When kids are dying – you heard that. that. Those were facts, and you get nothing. You know, everybody out there in America and around right. the world on this show, you will get nothing but facts. We're not a propaganda side at all, and we are not going to be telling you anything besides what the facts are. And like I said before, like Nicole, so Copperhead, welcome to the show. What do you think about what How's you're doing? I mean, it's pretty obvious that when you're trying to build a divisiveness between those who are vaccinated and those who are not, the people who are screaming not to get vaccinated are killing their own people. Um, I just watched a, a little article right now on Fox News talking about how it's been the Democratic job to separate the person from every other rela- relationships they have, whether it be church or school or um, homes, and keep them and their neighbors and keep them separated so they're easily to can be controlled. Fox News is pointing out that that this whole mask and COVID and disease thing is nothing more than a way for us to make sure that we're controlled by the Republic, by the democratic party, which is ridiculous because the only reason this disease has been perpetuated is because the Republican party, while they say don't get vaccinated, have had all their leaders and all of Donald Trump's family get vaccinated. So they're preaching one thing and saying another, and then blaming the democratic party for wanting to keep everybody safe and healthy. Meanwhile, this is a little bit of science for you. The way that your uh, viruses work. They take over a cell. They turn those cells into a factory to produce more virus cells. And then when those virus cells are copied, they're not copied perfect. Each one of them has a little imperfection to each one of them. And that's how you get different strains of the same virus. You'll have the same virus mostly, but like one little thing will be changed on its chromosomes, and that's how you get a variant of that disease. And when that particular right. virus copies more and more of itself, that's how you get a branch off of from COVID-7, COVID-8, COVID-9, and whatever. So the more people who get infected, the more cells are infected, the more times that this, has, this virus has time to copy, the more variations there are. So the Republican Party, no matter how few people get vaccinated, increase the chance of getting a third or fourth or fifth variant sweep come through our, our systems and through our ecosystems. So not only are the Republicans hurting us now, and when we defeat this version of COVID, there could be another version of COVID down the road because they still haven't gotten everyone vaccinated in time. Not only is it important for everyone to get vaccinated, but it's important for everyone to get vaccinated together equally at the same time as quickly as possible. Which is not happening. Wow. And then Almost, as soon as we all have that our own happens, scientists on our show. Could you hear that? <laughs> I mean, I, I think Dr. Dr. Head, uh, first name Copper, is uh, pretty much accurate. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but that sounds like the correct – I mean, you know, I, a, I remember way back level. in high school, but – it's, it sounded okay, correct, guys. and I think, I mean, yeah. Okay, so let's listen to what a doctor says where things are. Uh, first of all, just talking about where we stand right now with the Delta variant in this country, how bad are things, and uh, where do you think we stand? 
Well, look, I think we're further along on this uh, epidemic wave than what we're measuring right now. Um, as I said last week, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a million infections a day happening or more. A lot of people are being tested at home with things like the Binex now, the antigen test. So a lot of the positive cases that are occurring aren't being reported. And to the extent that a lot of the infections happening in people who are vaccinated or younger people who are developing milder symptoms and are less likely to present for testing in the first place, I don't think we're turning over a lot of the cases that are occurring. So if you assume that there's about 90 million Americans who are unvaccinated right now, and maybe about 40 million of them have previously had COVID in other waves of infection have swept across the country, that leaves about 50 million Americans who are unvaccinated, who are eligible for vaccination. So those are adults not children who are eligible for vaccination. If you assume about 15 million of them have already been infected with this Delta wave, you maybe have another 15 million people who are going to end up getting infected with the Delta variant before this stops spreading and the velocity it's spreading right now. And in fact, when you look at what's happening in the South, the RT, which is the rate of transfer, it's still above one in a lot of the southern states which means you have an expanding epidemic, but it's um, going down, which means the rate of expansion is slowing. And it, that's pretty directional. It doesn't really sawtooth. It's directional. It goes up. It goes down. So the fact that it's turned the corner and is heading down in states like Florida, Louisiana, Mississippi, is a suggestion that the epidemic is running its course in those, those states. Now, it's still expanding, but expanding at a much slower rate, and hopefully will fall below one, which means you'll have, start having a shrinking epidemic. Meaning we'll be at the height of this in a couple of weeks, or we already are at the height? Um, well, we might be petering out in certain states. Certainly Tennessee, where the R has fallen below one, is one example of a state that had a very dense wave of spread and now is has an uh, epidemic that has turned the corner. Okay, so real quick, I do want to say that Governor DeSantage and Governor Wiltshire Moron Abbott need to remember who the commander-in-chief and the president of the United States of America is and show some respect because just remember who you're talking to. Just because Donald Trump, the former disgraced, twice-impeached, sexual predator, ex-president, one-term president, can get away with it doesn't mean anyone else ever will again. Trust me, they won't. Almost. What did you think about what they said? 30 seconds. It's, it's terrific, and I think it's, uh, it goes back to the point that I was making last week about how Trump has – his army has made civility a thing of the past. It's, you know, we don't expect necessarily that we're going to really like our Republican colleagues across the aisle on a personal basis. We don't have to, but it's reasonable for us to expect that our Republican colleagues across the aisle will treat us with a modicum of typical respect. And DeSantis and Abbott and McCartney threatening to hit Pelosi with a gavel, they're just way out to lunch when it comes to treating the other side with reasonable civility and respect. And I'm, I'm very upset about it, but it seems to be par for the course these days. Copperhead, 30 seconds. I'm going to speak to the, the part where she's talking about the, um, how contagious the disease is. And when he's talking about how they're below one or t- a transmission rate of to one, what that means is how many people uh, infect other people. Like when, if, if I come out, go out into the world in my average time out there, if I infect one other person, that's a one-to-one variance. If it's a one-to-three, that means when, every time I go out, I infect three people. So that means that, that it becomes more and more infectious the higher the number is. If it becomes half or a quarter, that means – 
one of two people I've met that day become contagious or one in four people. So that number is really important to keep down. Um, that's why masks are so important. That helps keep that, that uh, contagion rate down and that keeps okay, less okay. time for the virus to copy and that sort of stuff. But as far okay, as, so we keep uh, – hold on. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. we got to move on. We've got a lot to, to do on the show. Go. Okay, so yep. we are, have gotten a lot of emails, and they're asking, why do vaccinated people still wear a mask? So let me tell you what the scientists mm-hmm. are saying. This means that fully immunized people with young children, aging parents, or friends and family will be weak immune systems. You will need to renew – Uh, Particular in high-transmission communities, vaccinated Americans may need to wear masks not just to protect themselves, but everyone else in their orbit. No vaccine is 100% effective, and although fully vaccinated people can contract the coronavirus, the Trump virus, there, let me tell you something real quick. Let me stop for a second. I have been listening all week to AM radio where everybody is starting to call the coronavirus China virus again. And so while they're going to do that, then I'm going to call this virus the Corona Trump virus because that's really what it should be called. It really should be called the Trump virus. Um, but the thing is, these cases known as the breakthrough infections can cause COVID-like symptoms and no symptoms at all. But that's why everybody needs to get vaccinated. All right, guys? Now let's move on. We're going to skip our commercial break because we have to go to disturbing behavior by the New York Attorney General. Here she is uh, explaining. Governor, sir. Governor, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. The New York Governor. governor. It, it, it was the, it's the governor who did the disturbing behavior. The attorney general's investigating the governor. I'm just trying to make sure right, I'm accurate. I'm, absolutely. I'm going to play the attorney general mm-hmm. at, outlining mm-hmm. right. the charges. To, here we go for the governor. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I'm joined here today by Ann Clark and June Kim, the two lead attorneys who were designated as special deputies to the attorney general's office to announce the findings of their investigation into allegations of sexual harassment made against Governor Andrew Cuomo. I'll make a brief statement statement and then turn it over to uh, Ms. Clark and to Mr. Kim, who will delve into the investigation's findings. The independent investigation has concluded that Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women and in doing so violated federal and state law. Specifically, the investigation found that Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed current and former New York State employees by engaging in unwelcome and non-consensual touching and making numerous offensive comments of a suggestive and sexual nature that created a hostile work environment for women. The investigators independently corroborated and substantiated these facts through interviews and evidence, including contemporaneous notes and communications. This evidence will be made available to the public along with the report. This investigation was started after a number of women publicly alleged that they had been sexually harassed by Governor Cuomo. And on March 1st of this year, The governor's office made a referral to my office 
pursuant to State Executive Law 63-8 regarding these allegations. Executive Law Section 63-8 permits the New York Attorney General's Office with the approval of the governor or when directed by the governor to inquire into matters concerning the public peace, the public safety, and public justice. This referral issued by the governor enabled my office to appoint independent outside investigators to look into these allegations. And on March 8th, 2021, Ann Clark and June Kim, they were officially deputized as special deputies. Ms. Clark and Mr. Kim and their respective firms were chosen to lead this investigation because of their decades of work at the highest. Okay, so I understand what's going on here. But here's my question almost. Mm-hmm. These are accusations. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump, I would like to remind everybody, that was accused by 19 different women and one of eight. So these are accusations. He has not been convicted. Do you think he should step down? Do I think Cuomo should step down, or are you asking about Donald Trump? It was kind of a confusing no, question. No, I apologize. I was saying that Donald Trump was accused of 19 different accusations, and he went on to be president of the United States. There can't be one rule for one person and one rule for the other. Well, I completely agree it's hypocritical, but understand that in this situation, this is Democrats investigating their own. Letitia James is investigating Andrew Cuomo and their party. I believe they're both registered official Democrats who are elected Democrats. So, you know, Democrats police their own because we care about things like um, well, we have uh, sexual harassment. and Exactly. Like, we, we want our leaders to be reasonable. And I, I like um, some – I'm not an expert on New York policy, but I like some of the policies and some of the leadership that uh, Mr. Cuomo demonstrated, especially surrounding the coronavirus um, in New York and New York State. And um, – you know, it's, it's kind of a shame to see him go, but at the same time, if he really did, and it sounds like he really did, um, sexually harass multiple women in a corroborated manner and make a hostile work environment, then yes, he should step down. Absolutely he should. You can't, if this is not like we're uh, like a music artist where you say, you know, separate the artist from the man. With a politician, it shows such bad judgment to, you know, in a position of public trust and public office to uh, create a hostile work environment and sexually harass a bunch of women, that's, it's, he should step down. And I believe Biden called her in to step down, and I think he should, even though it, it saddens me because I think I like his policy. But um, the, that said, that said uh, the, the, the difference here is that you know the Democrats to investigate Donald Trump um, for a variety of things that are – I mean, not to minimize sexual assault, but I consider um, sedition with a hostile foreign nation to be uh, more grievous than sexual assault, especially by a sitting president. Um, And, you know, the Democrats tried to investigate a couple of different times Trump's ties to hostile hostile foreign nations, and they were stymied at every turn by the Republicans. Do you really think the Republicans would have allowed the Democrats to truly investigate the sexual assault allegations against Trump? Of course not. That was never in the cards. 
And because the Republicans failed to investigate their own, you know, Donald Trump is never, ever going to get investigated for that, even though he probably should be. So, you know, the difference and the reason for the hypocrisy is clear. It's the Democrats actually care about good governors, and the Republicans care about money and power, and that's it. True. Copperhead? Well, this is an easy subject because you're talking about the hypocrisy between uh, the viewing of Cuomo and the viewing of Trump. This isn't about that hypocrisy. It's about consistency of the Democratic Party. We investigated our own. We investigated Trump. We investigate every time that there's something wrong. If we find that there's something wrong, we correct it as quickly as possible. In this case, it means asking uh, Cuomo to step down before it was to try Donald Trump. We investigate before it becomes an issue or as soon as we find out what the issue is to make things better for everybody involved. So as far as mm-hmm. you're asking, should there be a double standard? No, there shouldn't be a double standard. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that we need to change. That means the Republicans need to investigate their own and be responsible for their own just as much as the Democratic Party is. And, and can, I talk, can, I, can I parrot that? Because, I, first of all, I think that that was very well said, and I completely agree, Copperhead. But to, to go one step further, to talk about the, the Republican voters – you know, why is it that it's a huge part of the Republican Party these days to um, coddle Donald Trump and to refuse to investigate him for anything, and like- and for literally anything? And, and, the, and the answer is disturbing, but it's, it's basically they, they appear to want a dictatorship rather than a true democratic government that's, that's responsive to people. And so, you know, I, I want to take it that step further and talk about the voters. You know, why are the voters, the, the Republican Party's voters appear to want this? You know, they appear to want their party to not give a shit, to not give a, a, any, any, to not care at all about misconduct by its leaders. So it, it becomes challenging for, for people like you and me and Copperhead who care about good governance to even talk in a normal way about the policies of investigations or, you know, good governance when one of the parties, their voters, their voters don't want it. And, and, and it's, it's a shame, but we need to, we need to try to unbrainwash some of these people. Go, yeah. Copperhead, go ahead. No, I agree. Like it's, it's very much what we need is consistency. If you want to see consistency mm-hmm. in uh, women's well, uh, harassment of women, then make sure you're policing your own. Be responsible for that. And then also bring it up with the other party. If we see it in the Republican side, we're going to bring it up. But they still have a responsibility to police their own too. And like I almost said, if mm-hmm. that's not what they want to do, that scares, the, that scares me profusely, and it should scare their voters. Why are you not policing your own, and why is it okay for your own to do these bad things, perpetuate, but then you want to cause the other party to lose – their their positions for doing the exact same thing. That's my call out. Why right. the, and, the Republicans, to, to, not us? And, and to take it one step further and to, to focus on the, the real crisis gripping the nation, which is not necessarily Andrew Cuomo's sexual harassment, but it is, in fact, the GOP, Donald Trump's hold over the GOP and the GOP's refusal to accept the results of the 2020 election, I mean, that's the real crisis gripping the country. And to, to kind of take it back there, the, the reason the, the Republicans and the, the voters of the Republicans 
don't appear to care about this is because they don't care about democracy. They don't want a free and fair democracy. They want a strong man, a, a, you know, an authoritarian leader like Xi Jinping in China. And that's incredibly disturbing and scary, but that's my analysis. What's the truth? I mean, mm-hmm. where this world is right now is a scary place. And mm-hmm. we need to hold people accountable. I mean, I don't understand why the Justice Especially Department... Our leaders. Well, the Justice Department opened up a civil rights investigation today against the... Um, oh, gosh, which police department? Arizona, Maricopa County, I think. No, it wasn't Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. I thought it was Phoenix. Uh, Right? I I don't think so. But my question is, why isn't, especially with Merrick Garland as the AG, why, as the way he was treated, why? That's a question which I wish I knew the answer to. Um, I think, I don't know. I'm speculating that there was some decision-making made behind the scenes with the Biden administration and the DOJ. And I hope I'm wrong about this. I hope there's some sort of secret investigation that hasn't been leaked, you know? But there there, there appears to be... Yes, there could. There absolutely could. Okay, um, so the Justice although, Department opened a civil rights investigation into the Phoenix Police Department and the city of Phoenix. And they're specifically mm-hmm. looking for how their police are treating homeless and people that are evicted under the mm-hmm. – and they're looking at if they're abuse of power. They're looking at how they're handling – uh, retaliation, and they mm-hmm. are looking at how they discipline their police officers, and they're specifically looking. Whenever the Justice Department opens an investigation like this, they already have the mm-hmm. evidence in hand. So they have part they of it. They don't have always, everything, John. But they always, always find violations, don't they? Absolutely, and I mean that's what, that's kind of the whole point is, you know, enough violations or reports have piled up that the Justice Department is concerned that the state or the city are systemically, systematically violating the civil rights of certain groups, and in that scenario, um, they usually will have some evidence, but not everything. And they almost always will prevail after some time, but it's we're probably a year plus away from the results of that investigation and a consent decree being entered against the local police department, basically having the national government, the police department over for a short period of time. That's what typically happens in these cases. Um, but the interesting thing that I have that I I have questions about is what's going on in the DOJ and Merrick Garland's Justice Department vis-a-vis investigations into 
crimes underlying the Mueller report and the misuse of funds. Like you, you, you mentioned, and I think it's a kind of a non, not a very important news story, but you mentioned at the top of the show the expensive bottle of Japanese whiskey that went missing at the State Department. Um, and that's just like a drop in the bucket of the huge amount of malfeasance and corruption that occurred during Trump's reign of terror over the rule of law in this country, um, where he just, you know, he, he comes from the top, right? And he just had no conception, the rule of law or any sort of ethical or moral constraint should constrain his power and his efficacy in any way. It was well, all, you know, me, 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 I'll do whatever I want. And, and so, Steve, you know, that from, thing Steve, that, what, what, what from, is Garland doing about it? Well, that's what I'm saying. So the whole situation mm-hmm. with Trump stinks from, from the head like a horrible fish. I mean, it's just awful. Mm-hmm. It, Donald Trump, just ruined our country and the rule of law just does not seem to exist. You know, like Kathy Griffin, when she did the severed bloody head with him, mm-hmm. I mean, that should have been protected, but it absolutely is protected speech, but she was canceled. Whatever the hell that means. I'm still trying that, to understand that canceled and non-canceled. All her friends turned her, their back on her. Their and, friends are allowed uh, he, to do whatever she what they want to, and uh, you know, oppose her in her stance. But she wasn't put into jail. She wasn't fined for it. Really, she was. She may have lost her job in her, but that's because that's social issues that she had to come back against, not legal issues. I mean, well, I, I agree that in some ways I people, disagree, but, Copperhead. Because I, I agree that from a straight up government response, there was nothing, and therefore the First Amendment is not implicated. However. And we actually talked about this last week and a little bit earlier today. She was the victim of a harassment campaign by Donald Trump's brown shirts, by MAGA right. deplorables, you know, right. sent her a million messages saying, kill yourself. And, um, and her mom, you, you know. Well, they right. went after her and family, too. They went after her family, right. too. Right, exactly. It's, it's an odious use of the bully pulpit to silence your critics if you're the president. And, I mean, he doesn't even have to direct people to do it. They just are Jump at it. in such a rabid cult of personality that they do it on their own. And, you know, if he were to clearly set forth, you know, you've got to treat these people with respect, they're our friends, but he would but never say that. when they take the low that. road, we take the high road. Right, right, right. But Donald, those words could never come out of Donald Trump's mouth. It's not ever. his character. Yeah. So you know, the closest, the closest it's not ever quite have. the same. The first, the First Amendment isn't quite implicated with the Kathy Griffin thing, but it's similar, and it's, it's definitely worth talking about because it, it it displays the same kind of odious and un-American conduct that we've been talking about with regards to this president for over a year, or that former president for over a year. And it's just another example. You know, you throw it on the pile, but then the question is, what are we doing about it? Is Merrick Garland going to investigate any of these abuses? I don't know. Do you think there was a meeting with, 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 with President Biden and his advisors, and they just decided that it would put the country in a di- the wrong place? For right now, 
the answer is maybe, and I'm certain that there have been multiple meetings about this exact topic, 100%. There have been multiple meetings about this exact topic. What I'm not certain about is what the results are. And, um, you know, it is possible that there is a real investigation into some of these activities that we don't know about because they often don't tell you, uh, you know, oh, hey, we're investigating Roger Stone for potential treason. Like, they don't tell him that. So there may right, be Donald something Trump, coming that I'm not aware of. Well, Donald Trump's the one that always wanted to talk to the media. The FBI normally doesn't tell you when they're investigating you <laughs> or the Justice Department. You Correct. find out when they arrest you or they tell your attorney. Or you find out when they when – they, yeah, they, they, they say, we, we would like you to come in for an interview. Uh, you, right. you should have an attorney if you, if you want. And then that's when you, that's when you find out. An attorney. <laughs> that's when you say I want Exactly. They're and really quick, um, almost, you're my, you're my uh, you can counter this or whatever, but I think the closest that we've ever had from anyone in the Trump administration to saying anything polite or kind or turn the other cheek or anything that's, you know, kind of from the Obama era would be when, what, Melania Trump gave her speech that was actually Miss Obama, Miss Michelle Obama's speech originally the two years earlier or four years earlier, closest we've ever had to them sharing the same kind of speech. Right. I mean, exactly. They, they, that's hilarious that the only speech that's similar is a plagiarism. But, um, but you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're right, though. I mean, if you listen to just kind of the tone and the tenor of – You mean like – Without talking about the substance, it, it's just clear that they, they have a very different vision, you know? And the, right. the, the problem is – the, vi- the vision of, of Trump and his lackeys is incredibly nihilistic. You know, they say America first, but what it really means is F you, I've America got mine. Last. Um, yeah, or, you know, America first if America means rich, wealthy, white landowners. Um, well, you know, and, you know, when Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. took a knee on the football field because of social injustice, mm-hmm. and then Donald Trump was able to turn that into he's degrading the uh, – He's degrading troops. That was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Or the flag, yeah. Because that's not what was going on. I mean, that is protected. I mean, we have it, our so flag. Trump was, he was, and if the flag means anything, we're supposed to be the home of the free, the home of the brave. And we should be able to salute that flag, love that flag, or burn that flag in effigy of something that we hate that is going on in our country. And that is the home of the free. And Donald Trump took that away from us. Or the thought of it. Mm-hmm. And that's just really sad. And by the way, on the $5,800 whiskey bottle, the secretary, former Secretary of State passed off. He says, I don't recall. Okay, let's move on. You know what, John? I actually disagree with you about that, and I respectfully disagree with you, because I actually read, really a, I read a lengthy news story about this it? last night. Yeah, really I, no, I think he did. I think he, I think he has no idea where it is. I think he's telling the truth when he says he doesn't know where it is. I think okay. once you drink it, there's no telling where you put the bottle. <laughs> well, but under, understand, understand, y'all, that the Japanese government gave it directly to the State Department in Washington, D.C., while Mike Pompeo oh. was in Saudi Arabia. I did not know okay, that. Okay, so the Japanese government gave it to the State Department in Washington, D.C., like sent it to Washington, while Mike Pompeo himself was in Saudi Arabia, and it then went missing. So, you know, when my so lawyer, where they put it. <laughs> See, that's why, right, right, exactly. that's why we so have somebody, you on, Rose. Somebody at, the, somebody at the State Department took it home and drank it. It's probably what happened. 
Okay. Yes, but um, that's but why we, we have you who it was. You brought us the facts of this, and, and I really appreciate. Right. It. Okay, so, so let's move on. You're welcome. Let's move on to the mm-hmm. inspirational situation. We're going to skip a commercial break, and everybody, listen to this. Everybody out there that thinks your life's so miserable and you're so horrible, and the end of the world is coming. Listen to this one little woman that's 30 years old. And it's a little, it's, it's a, it's a little don't, longer don't than we normally do. Much. Yeah. It's a little longer than we do, but I'm telling you, listen to every single part of this because it is, inspir- it is inspiring and it is what the world needs to hear right now. Here we go. Yes, sir. So happy to be here. Oh, we're happy you are. What's your name? My name's Jane. When I sing, I go by Nightbird. Oh, that's nice. Nightbird. That's right. Uh, did you sing? Do you sing for a living? Um, not not recently. Where are you from? I'm from Zanesville, Ohio. Okay. How old are you? I'm 30. 30 years old, and the dream is to be a singer. What are you going to be singing for us tonight? I'm singing an original song called "It's Okay." It's okay. Yeah. It is. It's okay. okay. It's okay. What is It's Okay about? Uh, it's Okay is the story of the last year of my life. All right. And who are you here with? I'm here by myself. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you do for a living? Um, I have not been working for quite a few years. I've been dealing with cancer. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. All right. Can, can I ask you a question? How are you now? Uh... Last time I checked, I had some cancer in my lungs, my spine, and my liver. Wow. So you're not okay? Uh, well, not in every way, no. You got a beautiful smile and a beautiful glow, mm-hmm. and nobody would know. Thank you. It's important that uh, everyone knows I'm so much more than the bad things that yes. happen to me. Yeah, I burned them all. 
It's funny because singers come on and, and I and I think about authenticity. You know, when you feel it, when it moves you, that felt like the most authentic thing I have heard this season. It was powerful, it was heartfelt, and I think you're amazing. You gave me chills. I mean, your voice is so beautiful to listen to. It was beautiful all the way around. Your voice is stunning. Mm -hmm. Absolutely stunning. And I, I totally agree with what Howie said, you know, about authenticity. There was something about that song after the way you just almost casually told us what you're going through and, uh, you know. You can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy. some great singers this year um, and I'm not going to give you a yes I'm going to give you something else Okay, guys. So you need to start off by telling you need to tell all your listeners that what he gave her, what was uh, what they can't hear but they can only see on the video, is he hits the gold buzzer, which pushes her through all the preliminary rounds. She doesn't have to perform it for any of the other entry rounds. She goes straight to finals in Hollywood, and she gets a chance to compete for the real money. And even if you get like last place, there's still some cash prize or something that she's already won now that she's gotten the gold buzzer and been able to get pushed that far. So he gave her monetary aid he gave her a less stress because she's not going to be able she's not going to be competing against her contemporaries that are trying to break through at the same time she gets to go straight to the end so kudos for simon for helping her somebody that's so talented and so 
uplifting and somebody who's not making a big deal about something that's hugely deathly in her life. And he pushed her all the way to the end to help her. Almost. What did you think? I mean, I thought it was a beautiful song sung beautifully. And, um, you know, the, uh, story around the song, um, uh, definitely adds to it. And I think, you know, in a, in a time of, um, so much trouble in this world and so much, you know, pain, it's, it's beautiful to hear something so positive that reminds us to stay hopeful and optimistic. Well, and the sad thing is, is that she goes on to say, uh, last night on Chris Cuomo primetime that she had to drop out off the show. She has a 2% chance of surviving more cancer in her body. She had to deliver. They've started a GoFundMe page, and Chris is putting it, and I invite everyone out there to go to GoFundMe and look for Nightbird. There was $251,000, and I'm personally asking Simon Cow to step up because you are a multimillionaire. Help this woman because she needs the best medical care, and she does remind you how important life is and but she's still positive you know she says what if you don't what if you don't try you would never forgive yourself you would never know listen to what she says i have a two percent chance of survival but two percent is not zero percent two percent is something and i wish people knew how amazing it is you blew us all away You are the voice we all need to hear this year. That was way more than okay. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. God, that really got to me. It pushes all the heartstring buttons, right? And yet she's still so strong. All right, so I felt like all the the really hard things we talked about tonight, when I saw this at one o'clock this morning, it totally put me in tears, it, but it gave me in, an inspiration that I haven't had in a very long time. Did it do the same well, thing you for remember, you almost? I'm sorry, say that again? Did, did, did it inspire you to hear her story and how positive she stayed? Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, it's it's so optimis- optimistic and beautiful, and she appears to have a great outlook on life, even though life has dealt her a pretty difficult hand. Um, and uh, that kind of optimism and drive is uh, commendable, and I uh, love to hear it. All right, I'm. So we've kept it for a long time. So here is your two minutes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. So with regards to the political issues facing the United States, the most pressing issue right now in my mind is the mass brainwashing and misguided um, understanding of millions of Americans um, 
with regards to items such as the election loss and the coronavirus pandemic. Um, there appears to be weaponized social media and weaponized propaganda campaigns all around. Um, you can do your part by getting the vaccine, by uh, registering to vote and voting for Democrats in every election, including small local elections for the rest of your life. And you can also um, help by spreading the message that the vaccine is safe and effective and that the Republican Party does not have your best interests at heart. Um, tell your friends to get off TikTok. Tell your friends to get off Facebook. Both of those things will rot your brain. Um, vote for the Democrats. Read the New York Times. Uh, y'all have a good evening. It's a real pleasure. Thank you Thanks so almost. much, Almost. And, guys, that is Almost Wars with Wars and None, one of the most amazing souls in this world. And he is with Wars and None. He has a law office of 972 866 4852. If you need any legal help at all, this is the guy to do it. They do personal injury. They do business law. They do real estate law. This guy is so amazing and so original and authentic. I, I can't even tell you how privileged I feel to have it on our show. What do you think, Copperhead? Do you agree? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've known him for a couple few years now, and definitely working with him and, and hearing from him is definitely somebody worthwhile to listen to all right so we're going to go ahead and we're going to go to a break since we haven't gone to break at all once again you're listening to all you need to know radio don't go anywhere our song pick of the week is the entire song by nightbird it's okay you'll love it it's going to be okay it really is going to be okay but you got to step it up get vaccinated this is All You Need to Know Radio. I'm your host, John Hollywood with Copperhead. Also, we have hey. Almost Wars. And uh, Don't Touch That Dial. Our show is brought to you by American Wealth Group USA if you need IRS help. Also, if you'd like to join the show live in our last minutes, call 516-531-9990. Don't forget to follow us on all, all of our social media. Thank you so much, guys. We're at almost at 350,000 people on Instagram alone, we are wow. so privileged. I, it's just blowing up. I can't even tell you. We posted a part of Nightbird's song. We can only push 30 seconds or we have to pay for it. And uh, it got over 15,000 views. So we are really rocking it. This is Moves Like Jagger by the incredible Mick, uh, Adam Maroon Levine five. Five. and, and Christina five. Aguilera. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. HIV, keep being you and ask your doctor about Victarvi. Victarvi is a complete one pill, once a day treatment used for HIV in certain adults. It's not a cure, but with one small pill, Victarvi fights HIV to help you get to and stay undetectable. That's when the amount of virus is so low, it cannot be measured by a lab test. Research shows people who take HIV treatment every day and get to and stay undetectable can no longer transmit HIV through sex. Serious side effects can occur, including kidney problems and kidney failure. Rare, life-threatening side effects include a buildup of lactic acid and liver problems. Do not take Victarvi if you take Dofetilide or Rifampin. 
Tell your doctor about all the medicines and supplements you take if you are pregnant or breastfeeding, or if you have kidney or liver problems, including hepatitis. If you have hepatitis B, do not stop taking Victarvi without talking to your doctor. Common side effects were diarrhea, nausea, and headaches. If you're living with HIV, keep loving who you are and ask your doctor if Victarvi is right for you. the founder of Leha Beauty. As a business owner, I take on many different roles and marketing is just one of them, so I'm always looking for ways to save time and work more efficiently. Facebook Ads Manager lets me run all of my ad campaigns from one page. It's really easy, so today I'm going to show you how to get started. In order to use Ads Manager, first you need to set up a Facebook business account and page. Now your account and page are set up, let's take a look at Ads Manager. Here are some of my ads. To start, click the green Create Ads button. Facebook will guide you through the flow so you won't get lost. I like to be organized, so I always have a plan in place before I create my ad, which helps me with the next step, choosing an ad objective. Think about what you want your ad to accomplish. Remember, give your campaign a specific name in Ad Manager so you can easily find it later. Next, select the destination of your ad or where it will send people. That could be your website or a new messenger conversation. Next, I decide on the audience. Leha Beauty products are natural and organic, so when I build my audience, I look for people who have interests like organic skincare and healthy living. When you build your audience, think about your customers. What do they like and where are they based? Now, decide where you want your ad to appear, on Facebook, Instagram, and Messenger. Move to strike the last word. And ladies recognize. Mr. Chairman, I rise in opposition to this amendment. One of my colleagues... Get my little girl out of jail. That's all I give a damn about. The day you left to Marseille, I drove to the airport. I went to the gift shop and I saw this necklace. It was gold. It said steel water on it. I thought it'd be a little piece of home to take with you. You're in Marseille for vacation? No, this is my daughter. Yep, the father of the girl, the, the American student. Yes, ma'am. Allison came here for college, and that's where she met this girl, Lena. One night she found Lena dead and called the police. All they cared about was Allison sleeping with some Arab girl. I loved her. I know you did. But everybody thinks that I killed her. We have exhausted every possible legal action. Is the lawyer not helping you? I'm doing it myself for now. I could. What's your name? Maya. Maya. That's nice. She's very protective with me. You seen that guy before? No one would look to you, trust me. I'm not from here. It's not safe for you. Innocent. It will not get her out of jail. And it will send you in. Lord, please keep a watchful eye on Allison. Amen. Our father's only chance 
Did you ask her tonight? I'm trying to get my little girl out of jail. That's all I give a damn about. You sound very American right now. Good. I am. Yeah, and you're also a stranger here. Academy Award winning Matt I'll Damon. You. you just have to trust me. Stillwater in theaters only now. Welcome back, everybody, to America's number one show in our time slot, All You Need to Know Radio, brought to you by American Wealth Group USA. You can find them anywhere on social media, Twitter, Facebook. All right, Copperhead, welcome back. We had a long Welcome back break. to the show. I want to see that movie, Stillwater. Uh, Matt Damon. Um, yeah. I, I'm hearing Academy Award, uh, 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 Oscar. I mean, yeah, incredible. I mean, incredible. And uh, the song that we just came back from the break, If I Didn't Love You by the country music mega superstars, Jason Aldean and Kelly Clarkson is amazing. No, is that one Kelly or is that one Carrie? No, not Kelly Clarkson. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood, uh, that's yeah. That's a big difference, in fact. Really big difference. Very big difference. <laughs> some, some of the same, ba- some of the basic starts in the music business, but definitely different. You, artists. you know, Kelly Clarkson just got offered Ellen DeGeneres' time slot, and she's actually worth millions and millions of dollars. She is a smart cookie. Uh, I didn't know that. I was doing some research, and literally. She, she makes like $30 million a month on her television show. That does not include when she's on The Voice. I mean, the reason that you know about this is because she went through a divorce, and it's in the court records. And you know how I am. I look through that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, you know, Copperhead, tonight's show has been very, very uh, eye-opening, reality check that, you know, we're living in some serious bad times of where our country is. And guys, everybody out there, if you are not vaccinated, you are costing people's lives. Please go get vaccinated. You know, there's companies out there that are paying their employees a thousand dollars to go get vaccinated because that's well, it's how not your lives that you're affecting. When, when you are not vaccinated, you are slowing down the, the, whole society's chance of getting a cure of getting a chance to get free from this which means all these lockdowns all these mandatory face masks all these problems with our transit systems and our our economic system breakdowns job problems economy problems all that's tied together with this one disease and the longer it takes for everyone to get vaccinated the more chances there we're going to be there to have variances which means the more variances there are the more ways that we're going to have and we're going to be back perpetuating this cycle so the sooner you get vaccinated the sooner you get your friends vaccinated the sooner we're all vaccinated the slower the disease gets, the slow, the better chance we have to cure it. Well, it's like you said, 
everybody needs to be vaccinated at the same time. And quickly, uh, to, yeah. The reason and we that, have the, we have the, the serums, we just don't have the people willing to do it. We just have because the Republicans and their conspiracy theories, they're just they're just stupid. You know, I want to put this out there one more time for those two Republicans who have heard from their leaders, from Fox News, from Donald Trump and his family that not to get vaccinated because it's dangerous. How come if it's so dangerous, every single Fox News Every single Trump family, every single politician in the Republican Party has been vaccinated. Why is it so dangerous for you, but not for them? And they don't End tell you. Yeah, End of they don't tell you because they were they were vaccinated in private. And well, how because they many people's saved, lives they don't could Donald be- Trump had saved if he would have come and come out in support of the vaccine instead of Before the political January, theater yeah. he's playing? It's ridiculous, and it's sad. Oh, let's talk about Nightbird. Once again, guys, she has a GoFundMe page. Please, if you can give $50, I mean. 25 cents. Every little bit helps. Anything. But, you know, I really hope Simon Cal heard my plea. Because I mean, don't you? Miracles have happened every day, and like she's just another example of why cancer is such a horrible thing. Why it needs to find, why we need to find a cure for that too. Uh, it, no one deserves to go out like that, and especially at the age of thirty. I mean, I I relate so well to her because I'm in her same demographic, I guess, as far as age goes, and in the same situation where I've had health issues. But like she's such a bright light, and she makes me want to be like a better person and better optimistic about everything. So she's definitely. Somebody, and I know she's probably dying a little bit on the inside. Don't, don't take that literally, but I mean, like, it kills her a little bit when people feel bad for her because she doesn't want them to feel bad for her. And she wants them to be. You remember the Tim McGraw song a couple of few years ago about live like you were dying? She yeah, wants people to live like that. She wants people to be very optimistic and do the things that they would do if they only had five more seconds to live. And she's doing it herself. She's not just professing it, she's doing it herself. So kudos to her for living an example of the life that she wants others to live. Kudos for her for being optimistic and a positive energy in the world, especially when there's so much negativity and reason to hate people. Kudos for her for having a great outlook at life, even though hers seems to be cut so short. It's just life isn't fair when you think when Never. you think yeah. about. Yeah, I mean, and I'm so glad that almost actually brought it to my attention that. Uh, about the secretary of state, because I really thought the former secretary of state was lying. And then to hear almost so directly challenge me on that made me, I'm glad once yeah. again, that way we're keeping only the truth out there. So everybody just, you know, this is a game changer with the Delta uh, COVID-19. Variant. And, I mean, it's killing our kids. That's our future. And if we don't have it, it, this may not be the last one. If we don't have vaccines put in, if we don't have butts in the chair to get those shots, then we're going to have a a gamma variant and an alpha government. You know what I mean? Like there can be so many more variants past it. The longer people wait to get vaccinated, the longer it takes for us to get that immunity and get that cure, the longer it takes for us to put up a defense against the vaccine, the more holes it's going to punch through, the more variants it's going to punch through. And it's, it's the only difference between the, the virus 
and us is it's completely unrelenting and it's not divided by politics. So only has right. the mission is to infect as many people as possible. And for those of you that are working with the Republican Party and putting up that that slowdown to the vaccine means that you're working with the virus, and that's kind of creepy. It is, and you know, New York City. I, sh- I wish I'd have brought this up with almost, but they're going on that you have to show your vaccination card to go to the gym, to go fly, to um, go to movie theaters, any outdoor activity. Your li- if you are not vaccinated in New York City, your life is about to become very small. And they're, they're, the reason that New York City is doing it first is the, one of the bigger cities in the world. And you're going to see Texas follow along within months. Mark my words. Let's move on to our song pick of the week. Of course, this is the song It's Okay by Songbird. Here we go. everybody so that was songbird please do what you can and make sure that you live life like there's no tomorrow copperhead you're closing i mean i've said it before you see tim mcgraw live like you were dying look at around you we talked about life's not fair See what you can do to help other people make it fair. Reward those that you see are doing things that you approve of. Hold those accountable for those that that are doing deplorable things. And live your life the best way that you can. And don't regret things. Don't do things and put things on the back burner saying, I'll do this tomorrow. Do it today. Help those you can. And hold accountable those that are are doing dishonest and wrong things. That's all I got for you today. Uh Thank you, sir. All right. So thank you, Copperhead. Thank you once again to Almost Warriors with Wards and None. So everybody in America and around the world, thank you so much for listening to our show tonight. And please make sure that you follow us on right now. If you're wondering why uh, I've not been responding to you on Facebook, we're in Facebook jail. I did something pretty stupid. I'm paying the price for it, and uh, I have no problem with that. We have five more days, and then we are launching a major campaign on social media. So please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Be a, make us at 350,000 people. Do that for us. Greatly appreciate it. Everybody, take care of each other. Good night from American Wealth Group USA Studios in Dallas, Texas. Love each other, and remember... Keep preaching for the stars because that's where it all begins. Never let anyone tell you who to love, how to love, or how to make your dreams come true. See you later. Get vaccinated and wear a mask. Save lives. That's how it is in America now. It's a deal.
Right.